Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's your boy, your big brother, your crazy uncle, the man who ate the last piece of pizza. It's me, Omizi. I got something I want to talk about. Come holla at me. Hey, man, who ate all of my cookies? Man, I had a whole... Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, y'all, what's going on? How y'all doing? It's me once again, man. Oh, Maisie coming back. Your boy. I'm just floored by the, uh, the the rising numbers that I got from you listening to uh, the last episode. Man, thank y'all so much. Just want to let y'all know here um, that's available on Spotify. Oh, Maisie is on Spotify. Hey, Omizi is also on uh, a lot of places, a lot of places, a lot of places. I'll let you know in a little bit exactly all different places there. But what I really want to know here, it's not just about me just talking. I want to know what y'all think. I want to know how y'all feel. I want to know what's going on, man. Tell me what's up. Tell me what's up. If you go to to the Anchor app and you look up Hey Omizi, there's a part where you can send me a voice message. Um, Send me your questions. Send me your comments send me even just some encouragement or if you disagree i don't care man just talk to me talk to your boy this is uh this was meant to be a help to people around me help people all over the place here man because um it don't matter if i'm in the pulpit it don't matter if i'm on the street corner it don't matter if i'm in the classroom it don't matter if i'm just on my back on the hospital bed what's on the inside of me the joy the joy i get is from helping people and just talking to folks, man. So talk to me, man. Let me know what's up. Anyway, anyway, um, today I want to talk to you, talk to you about a thing that um, kind of the thing that we, we deal with in the past, you know, 20 or so years. We've, been, we've had this word that's been going on called haters. And um, haters have become such a word a generic word or a household word that has actually showed up in Webster's Dictionary concerning those who seek to do you harm or speak ill towards you. This is what it says in Webster's Dictionary, which is the concordance of all of our like the English language. This word, haters. Now, this is crazy because this word, haters, it's just a, it's a word that came up talking about people who get on my nerves, and, you know, stuff like that. I want to say that it originated from the phrase that uh, Buster Rhyme used in Higher Learning, where you say, you just hate me because you ain't me. Look up the scene. Look up the scene. It's the scene where they beat up the boy outside the frat house and they called him uh, gang members and everything like that. Buster said, you just hate me because you ain't me. Whatever. But we use that to describe people. Who are your enemies? Supposed to be your enemies. But it's kind of taking a different turn nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Over the past 15 years, for five years, it was, you know, true haters. But after 15 years, it kind of grew because it started getting to the point where it was more or less people who said negative stuff about you. Then it got to the point where it's uh, people who said, who did negative things towards you. Then it went to the point where it was just, now it's not the point now where it's just like, People who, who who say things that you don't like, be them right or wrong. Everybody's not your hater. Everybody's not that. And I just it's I don't think that the issue 
I don't think that the issue is haters anymore. I don't think the issue's ever been haters. I think we've been so self-involved, so uh, just inconsiderate, so uncaring about anyone other than ourselves, so conceited is the word that I was looking for, that we have just a whole thought pattern that if the world don't revolve around us, then the entire world is against us. You have to be, for me and what I think and how I think, completely and totally, or you're against me. And, man, it's crazy because that ain't how, that ain't how any of this works, man. That's not how any of this works, man. So today, I will talk to you about it on a subject of just saying delusions, of slander <laughs> delusions of slander bruh everybody does have some folks that don't like you everybody has some folks that don't like you if you're doing anything good some folks just ain't gonna like you if you're about forward motion you're gonna have some drag you're gonna have something that's gonna uh, be pushing against you because every Action has an equal and opposite reaction. That's just physics. So you're going to have something pushing against you, someone pushing against you. But everybody is not your hater. And the thing about the thing about drag, an airplane needs drag to help it fly. You need someone that is negatively pushing against you to make you reevaluate what you're doing to make sure that you are doing the exact thing that you should be. It trips me out. And when I was younger, it was hard, a hard lesson for me to learn when I was playing football, what, um, how much of a lesson it was to, for me to get hit. I was bigger. I loved to hit. Boom. I hit somebody to go down. I was bigger than pretty much everybody on my team. No, I was bigger than everybody on my team. Let's be, let's be real. I was 6'4 in the fourth grade. I was a gargantuan. I was an ogre. I was big. I hit somebody and they go down, and most oftentimes they would stay down on my little Mighty Mike team. Well, we went to this one team, and um, they were bigger than me. And the thing that got me was that it was easy for me to tackle beforehand because I was hitting kids that were my age, and the, the size and weight and muscle mass – that I was supposed to be at is where they were at. And when I would hit them, they would go down. Well, I met up with a whole bunch of other me's and some bigger me's and I would hit them and they would laugh at me. And what that made me do was reevaluate what I was doing. I never had to really train. I never had to really try hard until I met that other team. And that was the hardest game that I've ever had. And I felt like that was the game that showed me what it meant to actually grow. There are growing pains. Okay, so you have those there, those things there that help you, that there are negative, you know, things that make you kind of grow. But the next part is this, it don't matter what you're doing, it's towards making you a better person. This part that we're, that we're getting mixed up with is that we believe that everybody has something negative to say about us. Man, it's not everybody. It's not everybody. You ain't that special to everybody. 
Yeah, you special. Yeah, you great. You are great. You are great. There's no delusions of grandeur. You are great because you are created to be great. But there is delusions of slander because you think that that you're so great that everybody just has a jar of your business on their desk and they take a dip out of it every day. Your prayers are so over-involved about those who treat you wrong. Oh, God, I ask you just to shut up my haters and quiet. If we just start, we stop in the churches. We're going to stop preaching about actually living right and, and, and living a lifestyle that's right. And we preach more about haters than we should. When Jesus actually said that you're going to have people going hate, to hate on you. Jesus actually said that if you believe uh, what he believes and you walk according to what he walks, that you're going to have trials and tribulations. He also said that you're going to have people going to come after you. Look what he did. Look what he went through. Look at everything that he had to go through. So you think that you're going to get out scot-free and ain't nobody not going to like you? No, somebody's not going to like you. Some people's not going to agree with you. But the whole world is not against you because they have a difference of opinion. It's childish, it's pathetic, and it's upsetting at the fact that every time I look on any kind of social media, anytime I go into any store, the shirts and stuff that that are, that are um, selling the most are the ones that are talking about people uh, talking about uh, um, smiling at my haters and the music that sells the most talking about smiling, hey haters, how you doing? You do all of this great stuff and this great stuff in your life just to prove haters wrong. And it's so crazy because you have this thing built up that you start to worship an imaginary God called your haters. Nobody hates you. It takes a lot to hate somebody. It takes a lot to hate somebody. You have to go to the very opposite of love. It's not a passive. Hate is not a passive thing. Love is not a passive thing. But hate is definitely not a passive thing. You have to actually, factually put forth the effort to make somebody life hell. The same way you would, in the opposite, actually, factually put forth the effort to be a blessing to somebody to show love. You have to show hate in a major, major way. You don't got somebody who got the time to sit here and to plan out how they're going to hate you every day. You don't have nobody in your life that's that that that's got got it that much for you. You don't got nobody that got it out there for you. So it makes me think: Do we really have haters? What voice is making us is is, is the thing that's that we're hearing in the back of our head? What's the voice that we hear every day that's actually having us saying, "Oh man, I ain't about this. All oh, this person's all on me talking about I ain't this and I ain't that." What's that voice? Could your hater be you? Could your hater actually be yourself? Could it be you holding you back? It ain't about everybody else all the time. Could it be you? Because the thing is, you're looking at all of these photos on Instagram. You're looking at everything that's going on on Instagram. You see everybody else. Um, smiling and cheesing and, and showing their beach bodies and having a fashion over outfits on and wearing their Balenciagas and, and which is the ugliest shoe. No, never mind. I'm getting sidetracked. 
uh, the Balenciaga shoes and dressed up like Mall Walker 2000s, and they got their little their little outfits on, and you running out to get this outfit that looks just like the Fashion Nova thing, and Fashion Nova, which is really just the new uh, uh, the new Body Max or or Body City, whatever it was, where you can go out there, and you can buy clothes that somebody wear on t- on the um on on Fashion Nova. Everybody wearing the same dress, wearing the same outfits, looking the same way. Nobody is is unique. Nobody is people who are going out trying to be unique for ununique reasons. You're not unique. You're looking the same way that everybody else is looking. Somebody just didn't feel like combing their hair anymore, or feel like permanent hair anymore, or had issues with their scalp, and they said, "Let me go ahead and do this." And then everybody and their mama wanted to go natural. I'm not coming against the natural folks. I know that's what the next thing's gonna be. Um, everybody, somebody had a a, a <clears throat> difference of uh, 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 opinion with somebody else who said, oh, you you big, so you must be unhealthy. So um, then we got girls who said, okay, look, I'm curving. I'm going to love my curves. Now everybody loving their curve and calling themselves curvy. When a lot of them, a lot of folks ain't curvy. A lot of folks really are unhealthy and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, we got some girls who, who wear what they want to wear with pride and walk up, but you went out there and you bought this outfit, you put it on and you are so uncomfortable in it, but you think because this person wears it, you're supposed to wear it. What you're doing, the voice that you're hearing is your own voice telling you that how you think, how you feel, what you want to wear and what the guiding force inside of you is telling you to do is wrong because you're not the same as everybody else. You, The world is tricking you into thinking that you are actually being um, separate, that you're actually being unique when it's truthfully binding you up in conformity. You are conforming to what this world wants you to be. You are irrational. You are irreverent. You are illogical. You are loud. You are foolish. You are broke. You have all these different things going on and you are the same as everybody else. And you're blaming everybody else for what's going on in your life saying that it's a hater when the true hater is yourself self-hate is real self-hate is real let that simmer in your spirit <laughs> let that simmer in your spirit just think about that self-hate is not because you don't want to wear um, you don't want to wear African print on stuff. Self-hate is not because you're a Christian and you're not a Muslim or you're not, uh, or you don't, uh, walk around with an ankh on or anything of that nature. Self-hate is not that. Self-hate is the fact that you have chosen to diminish who you are to try to meet somebody else's standard for who they are. It's comparison. Comparison kills. Comparing yourself to somebody else can kill you, and it does kill you every day, little by little. It can it kills you every day. It causes pain. It causes breakups in your relationships. It causes separations of the cheapest of friends because you feel that you're not living up to a standard. And when you try it and you look at this other person, they have the things that you want. You start to covet what they want. You start to, to think that they think that you start to think that they think that they are more than you are. And before you know it, 
you become the hater over them because you start thinking that they think that you ain't who you thought that you was. It's crazy. It sounds crazy, and it is crazy. The Bible says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. This is Romans 12. Now, I know you think of, you know, Romans 12, 1 and 2. I know you're thinking that, okay, well, this is all about churchy stuff, blah, 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 whatever. You're talking about, you know, being godly. Nah, it's that, but it's also about you, about what you, what's the, 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 the hidden uniformity, the hidden uniformity of, of conformity. When it makes you think that you're being uh, different, but you're just like everybody else. When the true rebel is the person who chooses to be just like God made him. You think God put all that time into making you for you to go out and be just like everybody else? It's crazy, man. God didn't make you to go out there and, and, and to be like the rest of the droves that are, that are acting stupid, that's acting wild, that got to numb themselves with alcohol and stuff like that. Just to, just to weed out any relevant, rational thoughts to get caught up in foolishness all the time and to do different things like that. And God didn't call you to do that. God didn't call you to necessarily be ultra-religious like the next person that's right next to you and to be all extra deep and He didn't call you to be all that extra deep. You know, he called you to have a personal relationship with him. The personal relationship with him is what probably led that person to be as deep as they were because that's their relationship with God. Your relationship with God will lead you to be deep in your own way. If you have a true relationship with him. Now, I know some Christian folks think that I'm trying to be metaphysical or I'm trying to be new agey or whatever like that. But we already know that a relationship with God will lead you to his word and his word will lead you closer to him and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And And at some point in time, there are things that's just going to fall off because of the relationship that happens along the way. The only thing I'm telling you here is I want to make the introduction between you and him because you need to know him. But the thing that it has to happen is that you have to realize that he's the one who created you and that he created you to be who you are. He didn't create you to be somebody different. He didn't create you to look like everybody else. Why everybody got to do all this extra contour and stuff like that? Use all these extra colors and everybody still look the same. Everybody got a sharp nose now. You wake up in the morning with a big bell pepper nose and by, by uh, uh, two hours into your day, now your nose is sharp and shaped like Kim Kardashian. Who do that? You wake up in the morning and you got nice little cheekbones. You got nice big old cheekbones, stuff like that. Before you know it, you done contoured your face, look like you're sucking your jaws in. And it's an illusion. Because all it takes was a couple of hot steam, steam cups of water or some dripping in the rain or something like that. And all of a sudden, your, your, your eyebrows is gone. You, and, and all this other stuff going on, the eyelashes don't start dripping off. Everybody walking around with these big old eyelashes looking like Bert. Oh, Bert and Eric, just looking just as angry. Looking just as upset. Got two mustaches on your forehead and you mad at me. Cause I call you bruh. Come on now. Come on now. 
we're making fun of each other for, for, for not having edges and stuff like that. Yo, that ain't your fault if your, if your hair falls out on the, uh, on the edges. It's gonna grow back, hopefully. Everybody trying to act like they ain't never had jam in their hair before and the jam broke off your edges. Let's just be real, folks. Ladies, let's just be real. You're trying to act like your mom ain't never had to take that toothbrush out and, 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 and work that, that grease down the baby hairs. And the only reason why you got baby hairs is because it broke off beforehand and it started growing back again. Come on now. It's become, it's become funny to make fun of those who actually walk their own path. It's become funny to make fun of those who actually have a sense of self and a sense of pride about themselves. We stop worshiping the one who made us and we start worshiping the stuff that's made. Everybody got to run out to get the AirPods, even though they don't stay in your ears and you don't lost two of them. It's, AirPods, it's AirPods. I'm sorry. I know probably what I was about to say about that. The Apple AirPods. I, everybody want to run out and get those things and they don't look stable. Them times almost $200 and you will lose one within the first two weeks. Bruh. Not gonna do it. I'm not doing it. I wanted them. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but I had to sit there and think about it. Them things ain't gonna fit in my ear canal. They're not, they're gonna fit right there. They're gonna hang off and I'm gonna turn my head once and they're gonna be gone. I got a two year old who loves to touch my face or reach up and he's gonna grab one and take off running and I can't catch him. And before I know it, it's gonna be in the toilet or in the sink or down the toilet and down the sink. And that's just going to be it for my $200 AirPods. So I went and I got something that I know going to fit flush to my face, flush to my ear, and go inside of my ear. It was less money. But they look better. Mm. Them AirPods, them AirPods, whatever I call them. Them things ugly. Like the Balenciagas. Them shoes. I've seen that mess. And they just making all this, they're making fun of us. Because they put it out, they say, "Why we gonna put these ugly shoes together?" And we're gonna get, we're gonna have them looking like three year old with them, them shoes, the woods bottom shoes, trying to learn how to walk. And we're gonna put them out there and watch. We're gonna make them eight hundred dollars. And then we get the ones that look like the socks. We're gonna give you a whole shoe. We're gonna give you a, uh, the bottom of the shoe, and we're gonna put a, a compression sock on top of it. And we watch. They gonna buy it, and we buying them up like they fly. Remember when the first Kobe's came out and they was they was the shocks? They had like the socks sewn into them. Man, we clowned them Kobe's for a while. We clowned them Kobe's for a while. Now we wearing shoes that look like them Kobe's every day. Every day. Red bottom shoes. You wear them, why? Because they got the red bottoms on the bottom of them. And the red bottom gonna scratch off of them and you send it back. See the red bottom put, put back on the bottom of them. You dressing up for people that you know don't like you. Come on now. It's so you when you sit down, you lift and you put your foot up. They see the red bottles on the bottom of them. why because you want. I just want to stun on these foes. Don't stun on these foes. Who's paying you that much attention? Matter of fact, the best way to prove that you got confidence is when you walk. Everybody watches you when you walk, not when you sit down and have your foot up. It's the walk. I don't, I, I know everybody that's listening got their own mindset or whatever like that. I'm telling you this right now. 
A sister with a bad walk can clear a room, can gain all attention, even while she's just doing her own business. Somebody who got her own mind and a bad walk, bruh, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm saying. It's not about being like everybody else. It's about being the best you that you can be. You've heard this all the time. You heard this on after school specials. And I know you're like, whatever, Omar. But the delusions of grandeur, of slander, I'm sorry. The delusions of slander have killed many people because it causes you to spend money you don't have. It causes you to buy things you don't want. It causes you to live in houses that you don't need, drive cars that you can't pay for. You got people on Instagram that's flashy and that's smooth, got all this stuff, and they don't got no furniture in their house. They sleeping on a uh, on a mattress in the corner, or they're sleeping in the car that they're stunting on. Come on, B. There's a reason why you only see the select few of people going round and round and round with the videos and stuff like that. Why? Because those particular ones are the ones that actually have gotten sponsorship. Those particular ones are the ones who've gotten lifted up out of obscurity and, and made a name for themselves and got popped up. And now they're the ones that's making all the views. There's been a lot of them when they first started out. There was a lot of people that was out there that never even breached the precipice. But these folks right here have, have come across. And they're looking good. They're touring. They're doing comedy. They're doing all these different things here. But there's only a few of them. There's only a few of them, man. I'm telling you. That's out there. And they got sponsorship. That's why they got the same clothes that's coming out there because they got this money to, 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 to wear these free clothes and to advertise for these companies. They got this money to stay in this house and advertise the houses that are in this area or to advertise the real estate person because somebody's going to ask, where'd you get this house from? Oh, my realtor, yada, 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 yada. It's the money game. And the money game is the same thing. You got you, got, got a, you, me, everybody else wrapped up into it. And before you know it, you buying stuff you don't want, living the stuff you don't need, paying out money that you don't have to spend. Comparison will kill you. Ain't nobody hating on you. You comparing yourself to everybody else. Stop it. Stop it. You're better than that. You look better than that. You smell better than that. You ain't got to be like everybody else. You ain't got to be like everybody else. If God wanted you to be like everybody else, he'd have left. He'd have made everybody uh, a carbon copy of each other. But we have all these different races of people, all these different ethnicities, all these different looks, all these different smiles, all these different uh, shapes, sizes, heights, eye color, hair color, everything. God likes variety. He wants you to be different. Stop worrying about what everybody else got. Stop being your own hater. You the hater. You the hater. It's not everybody else. You are the hater. When they came into the door, they didn't speak. They didn't see you. You the one that spoke that mess up in your own spirit and got you feeling like somebody coming at you crazy. You the one that got yourself feeling like everybody's coming after you. It's you. It's not. It's, no. That's you, baby. You doing that. Nobody else. Get over yourself. You're better than this. You're better than what you're feeling. You're better than, than putting yourself down. I'm telling you this. Get over it. 
comparison kills. Now check this out. That's it for me right now. What I want y'all to do, I'm going to give y'all a little homework. I want you to look in the mirror every day. It sounds so corny, but I have to make myself do it. Look in the mirror every day. Catch a moment. I don't care if it's in a rearview mirror or whatever, but look your own self in the face and simply say, stop hating. Stop hating. And then what I want you to do is take the time out to compliment yourself on something that you're doing, something that you're achieving to do, small goal that you've accomplished. Small things that you've done, even if it just allows you to have a, if it was just you saying you had a little bit more patience with your child this morning, even if it was just you said, eh, I, instead of getting the chocolate bar, I got a pair. Encourage yourself, uplift yourself, be your biggest. What is the word? Be your biggest cheerleader. That's it. Be your biggest cheerleader. And then after that is the next is the real test. I want you to go out and I want you to encourage somebody else. I want you to give, like, when you see somebody's shoes, instead of saying she thinks she's cute in them shoes, say, girl, I see them shoes. I'm hot. When you walk up on the door or something like that, he looking crazy, whatever, like that. You see somebody in a car pull up beside you, bro, and that car look nice. Instead of just rolling your eyes, just whatever. Do the nod. Hey. You don't get, you gotta say nothing. You know the nod. The smile and the nod, like, yo, that car's hot, player. You riding that. I like that, bro. Do that. You can even, if you really want to make them feel good, do the nod and the point. Hey, boy, you better kill it, man. Do that. Come on now. It costs you nothing, but it can mean the world to somebody else. Encourage yourself, encourage somebody else. Give a compliment to yourself. Give compliments to somebody else. It means, it can mean the world to somebody. Talk somebody straight up off a ledge just by doing that, man. Don't be the hater. Don't be the hater. You the hater in yourself. Hurt people, hurt people, hate people, hate people. So work it out that way, all right? So check this out. After the day, I want you to do that. And I want you to come back. I want you to comment. I want you to listen. I want you to 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 to, to copy this. Send it to your friends. Send this out. Invite people to come through and listen to it again. Do what you got to do, man. I mean, seriously. I want you to put this out. I want people's lives to be changed. It ain't about me. It ain't about followers. But it is about God reaching folks. It is about people's lives being changed. It is about putting love out there. That's what my main goal is. So what I want you to do. Ask me questions. I don't care if it's embarrassing. I'm not going to put your name out there unless you tell me to. I'm not going to embarrass you. I promise I'm going to try my hardest not to do anything that's going to embarrass you. But I do want a few things to help. You know what I'm saying? I can't reach everybody that I want to. I can't reach out to everybody. But this is an avenue that God has given me to be able to do so. So just reach out. I don't care what it is. It ain't got to be. You ain't got to be the same denomination, the same religion, nothing. Just reach out to me. Let me know how you feeling. All right. Holla at me. Oh, amazing. Hey. Yo, thank y'all so much for bearing with me with that. Uh, thank you for just spending your time. Yo, I appreciate it. I really do. 
So next time you got something you want to talk about, man, holla at me. Just say, hey, I'm easy. I just got a question to ask you. I'm open. I'm here. I'm listening. God bless, man.